Hey everybody, you're listening to Sit Down with Stand-Ups. I'm Ari Azizian, and my guest today is the very funny Jenny Zagrino. You may have seen her on Conan, Funniest Wins on TBS, and Laughs TV. And she's starring in the new Marlon Wayans movie, Fifty Shades of Black, as Katisha, so keep an eye out. You can also follow her on Twitter at Jenny Z is Nice. That's Jenny Z is I-S Nice. And check out her website, JennyZagrino.com, to see when she's performing at a comedy club near you. All right, here's my talk with Jenny. I it's getting better, a little better all the time. Yes, I admit it's getting better, it's getting better since you've been mine. I was trying to do this joke, it's probably stupid, but I feel like you can tell, like, uh, your maturity level and how old you are by like the type of candy you're into and like those box chocolates. Yeah. Because when you're young, it's like caramel or bust. Like that's the right. only one you're going to eat. Then you get older, you're like, okay, like maybe I'm into the coconut now. <laughs> you know, I can do like a praline. And then when you're old, you're just like orange cream. <laughs> like the fucking grossest. Dis- because your old person what tastes, tastes like buds. potpourri. Like that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like your taste buds are dead, so you just want, like, the strongest, most <laughs> disgusting flavor. I was trying to work out this joke about, like, like people from, like, the 50s and 60s, like, were way rougher than us. Like, yeah. super tough. Like, all their candies were, like, jawbreakers, bottle caps, <laughs> atomic, like, <laughs> fireballs, warheads. Yeah, like. And then my generation was, like, airheads, like, uh, pixie sticks, baby bottle pops, just, like, super. Oh, like, really? Like, childish, like, not even tough. That's true. How old are you? I'm 23. 23. Okay, I'm a little. I'm well, I'm older than you. <laughs> um, 28. But yeah, it's like our like there. They had like the weird space discs. Do you remember this? Do you know the space disc candy? It's like air. Like they had air candy. <laughs> like they're they're just like sugar coated air. This. Yeah. And like, what uh, were the things that looked like acid? They just had like it was like a roll of paper with like. Oh, um, just like acid. dots. They're just I think they were just called dots? like candy dots. See, like, that wouldn't fly at all. No. Yeah, people like, are like, fuck. <laughs> the kid would, like, choke on the paper or yeah. something and die. Or, like, people used to just eat, like, a can- like a chunk of chocolate. Like, yeah. They're just like, I just want a chunk of Isn't like there one called, like, chunks chocolate. or, like, chunkies or something like that? It's there like is. fat bar. Yeah, but it's not, like, like, I'm talking, like, you just wanted, like, a bar of Hershey's chocolate. Right. Like, that was your candy, and now it's, like, that sounds like the most disgusting thing <laughs> in the world, except... The white chocolate one. Do you know the white the white chocolate with the cookies? White Hershey's? Yeah, so good. That shit was good. Cookies and cream? Yeah. That was bomb, yeah. Yeah, that Hershey's did good on that one. But everything <laughs> else is like waxy and shitty. Like it's so funny in the UK, like Hershey's is like a like an imported. It's an import, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're here we're like, Oh my god, Cadbury. I know, so right? So good. <laughs> Over there it's like a buck. Yeah, they're just like, like they fuck this. They just like throw it at you. Take it away. <laughs> we fucking pulled this out of the Thames, <laughs> just put it in a bar. Those I remember when I was over there, like Toblerone was like fifty cents. I was like, This is at least twelve dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. like this is a classy Swiss chocolate. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Are you out of your goddamn mind? And like coronas or imports, which what is hilarious. Cor- oh, the, like beer? the beer? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like super <laughs> expensive. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I was. How long were you over there for? 
I studied abroad at Oxford for like six months. I studied abroad really? at London College of Communication. Oh, nice. That Oxford must have been way better though. Because London, I would, every time I had a break, I would just go to London with the bus. I would go to Oxford. Oxford was so boring. I loved Oxford. Really? I had a friend who went to Oxford. Um, he was like getting his doctorate. And I would go visit him. We would just like get drunk and like walk along the canal. <laughs> and like, it was so fun. It was, I had you so much fun. get drunk at the one of three bars that they yeah, had. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I liked those old pubs. And then it was very, everything looked like Harry Potter. And That's it was just See, so magical. I never magical. got into Harry Potter, so I had no like real what? connection to it. Everybody's like, oh, this like looks Harry just Potter. like Hogwarts. I just didn't read it. I, I, I mean, I'm sure I would like if I read it. But like people were like, oh, J.R.R. Token wrote his book in this bar like, it's cares? a girl first of all it's a woman who wrote harry potter no i know but i'm like the, the lord of the rings thing or whatever oh tolkien yeah. oh yeah i was thinking <laughs> now i sound like an asshole bar, and i'm like who cares like this is so boring sorry yeah no jj okay and whatever um but <laughs> no i see i loved i loved i liked always going to the small towns because i would go on like day trips and go to oxford or Cambridge. Bath was kind of cool. Bath was great. One time I drove to Bre- Bath. You drove over when you were over there? Well, this I used to go there yearly to like visit friends. And actually, I was supposed to be there now, but I broke my foot a month ago. Oh, damn. So I canceled my trip. And um, the last time I was there, I was like, I'm going to rent a car. And it was like the most stressful, dumb thing I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Like the, the, what is it? The. Was it automatic or was it six shift? It was automatic, but I rented a tiny car and the guy's like, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to upgrade you to a fucking SUV. (laughs) I was like, gas is so expensive and I don't know how to drive on these roads. So I had an SUV. It was so insanely (laughs) big. Um, And like, and it was the cost of the rental then um, to like, gas and to drive and parking and everything yeah. it was like 200 pounds jesus versus like the 10 dollar pound train ride it would right. have been it was insane it was so <laughs> dumb i was like and i'm not sure this is worth like 200 dollars, like this experience but you can you can physically feel your brain hurting just driving on the wrong side yeah because your brain is like none of this makes sense everything <laughs> is backwards and like i could feel it was definitely my left lobe was just like like pounding Swerved in my head right yeah no. it was so <laughs> it was so weird and then they don't have stoplights they just have the roundabouts oh that's like the worst because like when you get off the roundabout you got to go into the wrong side of the street yeah so it's like like roundabouts are hard in general and then now you're on the opposite side and you got to think <laughs> counterclockwise oh my god just that's a nightmare. <laughs> Such a fucking nightmare. But I loved, I love London so, so, so much. Yeah, London was awesome. Like every time I had a chance, I'd just go down there and yeah. like hang out. It was super cool. Yeah, I, hopefully February, I'm going to try to go back. I'm All I try. did actually when I was in Oxford. Yeah. My roommate said I was like depressed and she took a picture of me. All I did in Oxford was sit in my bed and watch every single Conan episode from like late uh, night <laughs> to like now. Like I watched everything. Why? <laughs> I was just sitting in my room watching Conan. What would what'd you study? Else. Uh, it's like a bunch of like medieval stuff that I didn't care about. That was what your major was? Was medieval no, stuff? No, my biz- my major was business. So like, I don't even know why I was there to begin yeah, with. Yeah, why? <laughs> I was like, why I got wouldn't there. you be in London? I got there and I was like, what did I do? I should have stayed in San Francisco. Huge mistake. No, I mean, okay. So you're what? So you're from San Francisco? I am from here, and LA. then I w- was in college in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. 
and then you were like i'll go get a i'll go my roommate was going and then i was like i'll go to huge mistake. why oxford that's just like i'm thinking if you're in no a business idea. you should have gone to london straight up i know london town uh, it's no. <laughs> I was oh, well. just like super miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like Sonic Youth and like oh my Joy God. Division. It was bad. I was I was sad, and I feel like I'm like I was sad for a little bit of it because I was just had just broken up with my fiance when I was twenty. Oh man. Um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't real, and uh, <laughs> you know, I like I felt very new and very like I'd never been to London before, um, and I just like. I was sad and looking back on it, I'm like, that was the best six months of my life. I just wish I would have appreciated it at the time and been like, oh my God, this is so cool. Right. I'm in this totally new country. And like, it was great. Like I still have, like I have friends, like this is almost 10 years ago. Like right. I still have friends over there that I like communicate with, which is awesome. But um, yeah, I wish I would have li kind of lived my life to the fullest a little bit more when I was there and not been like sulky because there was some sulking, but also well, the weather doesn't really like contribute yeah, to your like, was emotional there. state. Either. When were you there? What months? Uh, it was just like rain. Yeah. I was there January till yeah, April, till like April, May. That's exactly what I was too. Yeah. So it was like, Oh, I spent new year's there. Like my, like 2008 new year's. And when I got, I arrived on the 31st, it's a bank holiday, so nothing's open. And they were supposed to have given me like pillows and blankets, and they didn't. They just were like, "Oh yeah, we stopped that program." <laughs> so I arrived. Pillows and blankets, real costly. Yeah, I was like, I arrive at my dorm. I have no pillow, no blanket. Oh I've just gosh. been flying for like a long ass yeah. time. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just was like, and nothing was open, and so I was just like uh okay i guess like i took a nap on my clothing that i packed <laughs> um and like i had taken a blanket from the hotel thankfully or from the uh airline and like like i was in the shitty dorms too like i was in the worst because i had was gonna go into like the fancy new dorms but my the email like got sent to spam so I never got oh. it. So they like put me in like, it, like it was the furthest from my school, the crap dorms in the middle of like tooting, um, which is like South London. Um, but I will say because it was so shitty, like everyone was friends on the floor because we would always go out of our dorms because right. we didn't want to stay and like hang out. Yeah. So, we were, so that's how like I became friends with everyone, which is great. But um, shit, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So so then I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about the tube. Like I didn't know how to access the Internet because no one was there to tell me anything. So I just saw like London Bridge on the map and was like, I, that's where I'm going. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. It's from I was the like, songs. I, know I know that, that. place. <laughs> but London. But in my head, I'm like, oh, it's Tower Bridge. But London Bridge is just a shitty bridge that <laughs> is next to Tower Bridge. But like I went and got fish and chips and then. And then I watched fireworks from Tower Bridge, which I was like, this is pretty. It was like a pretty awesome first day in London. And then it went downhill from there. So this was your <laughs> no, junior year study abroad? This is my junior year, yeah. And you got there for New Year's? I got there, yeah. Okay, so we flew out on New Year's and we're in the plane. And the pilot's like, all right, if you look out now, uh, it's uh, Wichita. And there should be some fireworks there. <laughs> and we look down, there's like one like little... Uh, 
Wichita. <laughs> That's awesome. So we studied about like the same time, like yeah. kind of in the same place. Where, which college did you go to? London College of Communication. I mean, like. Oh, for, it was film. I was a film student. That was your full-time college for four years? Mm-mm. I Those. went to Massachusetts College of Art. Okay, cool. In Boston. Um, and, oh, I actually, so I actually failed the study abroad program. You did? I did. <laughs> and this is, and I had gotten a full scholarship too. Oh, this nice. is why what happened. <laughs> Free vacation. They had a, they like had this writing assignment. That was due at the end. It was due when I was gone. And I was like, well, I'm already going to be gone. Do I have to do this writing assignment? Because yeah. I'm not going to actually be in school. And they were like, no, you don't have to. And then they get home and they're like, my teacher's like, um, you failed the course. <laughs> I was like, they told me I didn't have to write anything. And so, but then I, I ended up passing. It was fine. <laughs> Same thing kind of happened to me. I got a C plus in the, uh, what was it, like religious studies or yeah. something like that. It was just like <laughs> I had to read the New Testament and the whole oh. time. My teacher's like, you're doing great. Thing. Your papers are awesome. And she gave me a C plus. And I was like, what the hell? Jesus. Ugh. Are you are you of the Christian faith? No. And well, that's probably I'm not why. Allowed, so. <laughs> that's <laughs> I probably really why. She was just like, well, you're not. I was so into it. I was like, this is. I never half thought I'd your read grade, this. <laughs> half your grade is just being a Catholic. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so exclusionary. That's shitty. <laughs> and yeah. you like the Beatles, too, which is awesome. You I got, love like, the Beatles. The coolest turntable. Of all time. I have a super cool, for those of you who cannot see my living room, it's pretty sweet. I have a turntable radio thing, and there's a Christmas tree on top of it. It's so cool. It's I'm like also Jewish, 60s. everybody. <laughs> you know what it was? Is I was sad a few days ago, so I was like, I need a Christmas tree. <laughs> I already feel better I every like time it. I look it, at it. It looks really nice. Yeah, with the fucking... Beware and uh, Halloween decoration <laughs> still behind it because I'm too lazy. And it's a sweet skull. I think it's a good. Uh, yeah, that's a yearly position. Yeah, that's it went <laughs> up on Halloween, but it can stay. It's there forever. I'll put a Christmas hat on it. <laughs> Get the Santa going. But I got some I have some pretty sweet records. I used to collect more. And then I was just like, I never because I, I have a what I like about this record player is I can hook my phone up to it. Oh, so what? I can just play my Spotify through it. It has so, an aux cord? Yeah. In the 60s? Well, my friend put it in there oh, for nice. me. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. I was really into records. Yeah. And I was like buying all this stuff, and it's such a money like, It's a money pit, and then it's like And awesome. then I can't tell the difference. Like when I like <laughs> buy a song from iTunes and I like listen to it on record, I have no idea. Yeah. Like it's the same thing to me, so I just stopped. Yeah, it's like, well, you've got like a half an hour Right. Before you have to like go over and turn it over. And it's free that. on YouTube. It just sort of plays. Yeah. And then it tells me what I might like to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Records don't tell you what you no, might like. No. It's it's, so it, it, like, I think it's a status thing. I was. <laughs> I was. It is. So I, I live in Echo Park. Everybody can visit me. But I was like. I got this iced coffee. It was a $4 iced coffee. And I just had this feeling of like I'm so fed up with like trying to be cool and like living in this neighborhood echo park's pretty hip yeah i just i'm tired of being a hipster it is such <laughs> like a money it, it really is it's just like such a fucking it's tiring it's tiring it's a money pit i gotta have all these opinions i just don't <laughs> care about i gotta like oh i gotta like okay like i broke my foot and now i'm, I'm kind of stuck in these sneakers for a little bit and I'm like, no one's going to fuck me in these sneakers. Like, no. <laughs> people are going to see this and be like. What are those uh, Asics? I don't even. They're like Roku <laughs> or I don't even know what the fuck they are. How'd you break your leg? I was walking. 
what yeah. <laughs> like just like up the street i was across the street in my gym clothes ready to go to the gym and my dog needed to be walked like one more time and then i was like just collect just Did you hit mis-slept like a or something yeah oh. i just misstepped and Ooh. fucking fell i thought it was a sprain so i was walking on it the whole day oh, man. and then i was like something's not right and then yeah ended up being the side of the foot i like had a stress fracture oh jeez. and then i had to go on the road like so <laughs> i just still had to go on the road i had to perform uh for NACA. i had to do atlanta i had to do uh boston new jersey wow new york did you just get back from that um i got back like a week ago from atlanta how was like NACA and everything like that? NACA was fun. It was ha- it was on Halloween. Oh. And I dressed as Jon Snow and I don't think anyone got it. <laughs> like I think a couple kids got it, but it was like I was wearing all black and then the stage was black. So all anyone saw was just like this black figure with like a happy little <laughs> Jew face. <laughs> so Is this a theater piece? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what is she doing? Um, yeah, I don't think anyone truly understood how great it looked. That was pretty funny though. I looked really good. <laughs> But I booked, I booked some schools, so that was important. And no one else dressed up, so I was like, well, I'm going to dress up. Have you done NACA before? Yeah, I've done NACA before. I always wonder, like, I've asked a bunch of times, like, comics, like, how NACA works. So do you go, you perform, and then Mm -hmm. you kind of hang out, and then colleges come to you? So, so there are different time slots, and you want to make sure you get a good one. Like, I got a good one. I got, like, the last one. Like, it's good in the sense that it was the last one. Right. It was Halloween, and it was a night performance. Like. You get that Saturday two o'clock slot and you're just, you're yeah, fucked. That's brutal. I got that last year. I booked one college Jeez. and then they tried to cancel on me. Oh, <laughs> like, man. I booked it and then they're like, oh, by the way, we fired the girl who booked you. So we're going to cancel you. No. And I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm at the door. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, pick me up. I'm coming to Texas. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, yeah, you get your time slot. And then you do your 15 minutes. So it's like your tape is super clean. When you go on stage, you're clean. But then once you get to the college, you can do just, you I've, oh my God. <laughs> Cause there's no supervisor, right? Like watching yourself. Really? Usually there isn't. And usually they don't care. Like they know they're college students. Right. So they're like, whatever, just say whatever you want. They're adults. I mean, the mo the worst part about colleges is that they are super PC. And I know that that's a big debate right now, but it's like, I have jokes that, aren't offensive but talk about issues right but because they have a buzzword in them People they don't listen they don't yeah they don't listen to the rest of the joke right. they just listen to that one part and get mad about it and they're like this isn't my safe space anymore Dang, like, that must be brutal yeah i don't know i li- I, li- didn't, I lived a life without a safe space and it was okay right yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like you know i mean you chose to come to the comedy show yeah, it's like you like, it's you, you know what comedy is. Right. Like it's it's not tailored for everybody. Um and and because one person is offended by the joke, you have to like cater root. to the whole. Yeah, joke. it's I mean, like it doesn't make sense, yeah. It's it's And yeah. like usually nobody's offended until it's about them, you know? They're like laughing yeah. at every other joke and then if it's yeah, something exactly. close to home. It's so funny. They just it's, shut down. Like, to me it's always it's always this one it's this weird thing where like okay i have this joke where i it, like basically um equate racism and to crayons in the, in a box and like oh you know 
this is a five-year-old teacher teaching racism is like, oh, this is blue. It's the sky. This is yellow. It's the sun. This is black. It's oppression. And you can see how it's tiny and nubby because it's been used over and over and over again by the other crayons. And then I say, like, the white crayon, it's perfect. And he realizes it's the shittiest crayon in the box. It can't even mark on the fucking paper. And then you're just like, fuck it. I'll use the brown crayon. It does the same job, but for cheaper. And it's like... It's so it's funny and it's about ev- it's about the racism as a whole, but like some kids will just hear like trigger words, trigger words, yeah. and they're just like boo, or they'll be like really? ooh, like it's yeah, it's, that's so that's actually a great joke. Yeah, they're like ooh, and I'm like okay, but I have a joke that about incest, and they're fucking on board for it every time. <laughs> Where it's like, it's like the joke I have about my my little sister, and they're like. Uh, oh, people are like, oh, who's the father? And I'm like, my dad. And they just fucking, they're just like, ah, ha, ha, ha. but like, <laughs> it's just like, it's always like, okay, you're on board for that. Right. But this, this joke that may have a word that bothers you without you actually listening to the joke is too much. Or like another one I have about, um, about gay marriage and about how like Mexico had passed gay marriage before America did. And like, they just hear you talk, start to talk about something like that, and then they get mad, and they're like, "Well, I don't want to hear it." And you're like, "But just listen." You hit the X too hard in Mexico. 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 It's just like, it's just like a, you know. But then you go to a club environment, and it's so different. Like everyone is just cool, and they're like, you know, what it is. It's it's a money thing too. I think because when people pay right for their entertainment. It's like they know what to expect and they're more open to like have a good time. They're on board with you. Yeah, when students are like, I'll just see what this is about. I don't like it. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just, uh, I think I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. That also makes me upset is that I feel like I'm entitled to have opinions about this stuff. But then talking about it, like I'm afraid that people are going to like get mad. I don't know. I feel like. I don't want to, I don't want to make people uncomfortable and I don't, I, I'm very much like, I would like comedy to have a positive message and be fun for everybody. Um, but like, you know, it's so much like a witch hunt society where if like you say one thing, like one sentence will ruin your career. Yeah, that's true. Where like, um, the famous feminist, what was her name? Uh, so I'm getting super political right now, guys. I just want you to know that I love everybody. And I'm not racist and I'm not sexist and (laughs) all that stuff. Um, It was, who is it? Um, Jermaine Greer. So she's this great feminist. um, And she said, I mean, she's like, you know, 50 years of work and is just like this icon. And and she was going to go do a lecture at a college. And she said one sentence basically that she doesn't believe that trans women um, are women because they haven't lived like the whole female experience. And they tried to disinvite her. They were like, we don't want to hear any like people were like, we don't want to hear anymore because she's full of hate. What? That's not being full of hate. <laughs> Your body of work just <laughs> completely denied. Just gone because she says one thing that granted. That's actually it's, pretty valid. Like, it's It's her own opinion. That's the thing is like. It's her own opinion. And rather than having her come there and have students have a dialogue with her and 
uh, try to understand where she's coming from. Maybe even try to convince her otherwise and like open her mind to it. They're just like, we don't want it. It <laughs> bothers us. It's just like, it's just gr- It's just like that whole, like if something bothers you, confront it. Don't delete it. Right. Which I think is a very modern thing of like, we're so used to leaving a comment and then walking away. And not having engaging anything. I solved that issue and just we sort of just yeah, leave just it alone. like <laughs> she's what I'm gonna just leave this comment and then shut off any replies yeah. and like not have anyone <laughs> reply because what I'm saying is 100% right and I don't want any dialogue in this. You know, it's like I, I just feel like uh, you know it ma- it makes me sad because also oh hey boo that's my dog. Okay and. Um, <laughs> I just feel like uh, I'm getting really politically here, um, but it's okay. Um, I just feel like, uh, uh, yeah, that that we're so like becoming like this kind of witch hunt society where if something doesn't, ma- if something makes us uncomfortable, we're so used to being kind of coddled in a way and I, I know that's a very like that's also a big trigger word that a lot of GOPs <laughs> like to use um, but I'm super liberal and I just feel like that like that that in its sense is like being open to dialogue is part of being a liberal and being understanding versus you know yelling and shouting that you don't like something that to me seems super GOP totally I agree yeah like yeah. I feel like all this stuff still exists, like racism, sexism, all this yeah. stuff. It's just like people don't say it anymore. You yeah. Know? Like we're 50 years ago, they're just like yelling in the streets like yeah. lunatics. And now they just, it's, they are racist or sexist or whatever. Like the <laughs> thoughts come through their heads. They just kind of keep it to themselves. Yeah, exactly. Which is still very dangerous. Like, yeah. Just, I don't know. Like, just stop being a racist. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. Just stop being from the South. I guess, <laughs> I'm kidding, South, you're great. We just lost every listener. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, like, let's say, like, you met, like, uh, you know, you have uh, your old gas station attendant, Billy, that you've, that's who's known you the last 10 years, and he gives you, like, free cigarettes every once in a while or whatever you like have a, go billy. you have a thing with billy and billy's sweet and like you know about billy's life and you fought in nam or you know you've seen billy's grandkids whatever it's like the then like the second it's like it would be upsetting that like billy's a great person but the second you found out that billy was like a die in the wall republican libertarian right you might be like fuck billy but <laughs> Everything else Billy does is pretty great. Right, yeah. Like, why why can't we, like, Im, like why can't we understand that we're all entitled to our opinions and stuff? It's just, yeah, then if you found out that Billy's burning crosses on people's <laughs> lawns, then, yeah, you shouldn't like Billy. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what are you doing, man? He was so nice. Yeah, I mean, then, then yeah, then <laughs> it's okay. You know, like, my, I, both my parents are Republican, and I love them very much. And I think socially, they're they've got to grow up a little bit or just change, get with the Jewish times. Jewish Republicans from Boston. Well, one is a Jewish Republican, so one is a Russian immigrant Jew Republican Tea Party member. Okay. And then my father is um, from Rome, New York, just like American um, environmentalist Republican. Okay. Like he works. That's kind of like a, a contradiction. <laughs> I mean, it's he works for this company that like tries to manufacture like plastics out of like um you know uh 
green material and oh, like cool. like they do really cool stuff. Yeah. And he right now he's like working with these products that are like 100% green cleaning products. That's awesome. And so he like he's like super environmentalist in that regard and like but is also, you know, also a card carrying teeper <laughs> member <laughs> where you're like, that's all so right, funny. like and he's great. Like, that's the thing is like I look at this as my parents and they're wonderful people and they're good hearted and they're great people. And just because of their political views differ from mine right. it doesn't mean that they're bad people it's just that you know that's the thing like yeah people just cut to it and they're just like oh bad good like yeah yeah that's the bad part i think there's too much of that and then i think people lose their sense of humor in that too totally because if like if you can't if you can't laugh at like if i don't know if you just get offended all the time and there's nothing to like laugh about like the whole point if you get offended all the time then people see that they're hurting you. It's like that whole thing. Like, do you have any siblings? No. You're only child. I'm only child. Ooh. <laughs> it's rough. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Am I talking too much about political shit? No, no, no. It's all okay. <laughs> well, it's okay. So, like, for you wouldn't understand. I know. Because you don't have a I'll sibling. Sit this one out. <laughs> but like, you know, when my when my sister would like terrorize me, your parents were always like, "Don't react. Like, don't react, and they'll stop doing it." Right. But the second they see you're offended, they're like, aha, I've won. Whereas, like, if you just kind of are, like, laughing at them, they, it's very much like, oh, well, then my tactic's not working. Right. Kind of thing. And I think that we've become, <laughs> everyone's so offended that it's like, oh, then people are going to keep offending you because you're so easily offended. It's like, if you just laugh about it. Like the poop swastika. That's hilarious. What was that? In Missouri? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like... I'm yeah, Jewish. The jokes on that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he he had to put his hand in his own poop <laughs> or someone else's poop yeah, to make totally a swastika. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's just gross. It's just gross, and it's kind of funny. And you know, and uh, as a Jew, and you know, swastikas very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> and if I saw, like, if I saw that on my neighbor's wall, <laughs> I would, I would kind of. I would call the police and then I'd be like, it's pretty funny. It's like scary from afar. And then when you get closer, you're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'd be like, officer. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I got something to tell you. Grab a mop. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Someone's doing these poop swastikas. <laughs> now I know that they're bad, but I mean, the dedication to hate is pretty impressive. <laughs> I would so just like funny. tape a little blue, a little blue metal to the poop swastika. Be like, like <laughs> A for for effort. Good job, buddy. I don't know the level of hate. <laughs> the You're at poop level of hate. <laughs> like that's a good that's a good level. But that also might be just before murder. Right? Like yeah, I know. <laughs> just before crazy. blood. Yeah. There's like the different levels. If you pee on something, you hate it this much. <laughs> if you poop on something, you hate it that much. But then you fucking get blood serial killer yeah then you're a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> if it was a blood swastika i'd be like all right we, that's horrifying yeah. we need to talk about this but it's made out of poop <laughs> <laughs> what was the consistency is it his poop is it somebody else's poop what kind of poop are we talking about here? also how do they find out like could they take the dna from that poop and find out who did it probably actually <laughs> What if it's someone else's poop and then someone is falsely <laughs> accused of doing a poop swastika? 
What if it's like a, a like a, a letter? What? Like a new? It's like a new dad or something. Right. And he's just using his baby's poop. He's been saving. <laughs> and then, this will show. <laughs> he just has buckets. In his ass. <laughs> and then like the baby gets accused of racism. <laughs> it's a racist baby. Or maybe it's been the baby the whole time. Maybe, maybe the baby's up to no good. <laughs> that sounds like a song. Maybe the baby's up to no good. <laughs> oh, this, How many is my heat getting fixed? What's up? <laughs> it broke again. doing a podcast right now beta no 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 no. you're you're gonna be a a welcome um addition to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) so how many siblings do you have a lot of siblings growing up i have uh i have an older sister who's 30 an older brother who's in his 40s and then i have a younger sister who's eight oh wow and then i have like two step brothers but i haven't seen them in a very long time so like pretty full, well, not really a full house because I guess they must have moved out every time, right? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like every 10 years. The brother's the brother's more like a second dad. Like I go to my dad to talk about things and then if I just, if I'm like not getting through to him, I go to my brother and he like. He'll bail you out. <laughs> he, he's just like, he's like, okay, like I get it. So me and my bro are super close. Me and my older sister are not very close. What do they do? Are they? Um, my brother's stuff. an opera singer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so cool. So my mother was a music teacher in Russia. Um, she was, she was a musician. Do you play instruments? I, yeah, I play guitar. I used to want to be a singer songwriter. I play guitar too. I wanted to, yeah, really? I wanted to be a jazz guitarist. As really? dumb as that is. Who <laughs> <laughs> listens to jazz guitar? <laughs> that's so I cool mean, though. that's good. So you, you play guitar for a long time? Um, I haven't like really touched it in like years. It was like once I started doing comedy. Okay. I kind of shelved that dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, Went under hobbies. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I think the only songs I can still play are like, I can play Weezer. Nice. Elliot Smith and like a couple of Beatles songs. Like, that's nice, all nice. I remember. <laughs> but I used to like, I used to be, I used to be decent. Like I could sing and carry a rhythm, but that was it. And then. Um, so oldest brother is an opera singer. Oldest bro- opera singer, okay. also small business owner and now real estate agent oh wow so everything that's amazing um and then sasha i don't know i don't know what she's doing (laughs) and then my little sister is a history lover lover of history did it go on you're the best okay okay all right so in a half an hour what's the thermostat set set to right now for a blast all right cool Oh, okay. It's whatever it dreams. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Full blast in it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He likes my sister. (laughs) They always like my sister. No, he's, (laughs) he's my landlord's son. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. That's a no. Okay, um, he was like, it'll make your pad 70. It'll make my pad 70. <laughs> you, you can make my pad 70. Why don't you come over here and make my pad 70? <laughs> 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 really vulgar to the guy who fixes it. 
Also, my, I'm sure my neighbors can hear everything that I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Like, so in the corner, yep. at the at the end of the, this like I love like living here has been the best. My neighbors are super cool. They've been here for like 40 years. It's such a cool layout. I've never seen like houses like this. It's great. Like, I it's mean, a cool community. It's cool. And like at the end is my friend Kelsey. Yeah. So we're like the two white girls in the neighborhood. <laughs> and then below her house is like, because they've been here for 40 years and their kids wow. are like 26 and 28. So yep. they were born here. Um, and then Beto has been here since he was a kid too. And so they turned like the bottom storage into like a man pad. What? They like go smoke weed Damn, and like drink so and there's like posters of women's vaginas <laughs> everywhere and it's like the best. Like it's so cool. Like I go in and I'll be like, hey guys, what's up? That's so rad. You smoke in, I'll come smoke and then it's, yeah, it's cool. Like it's a, it's a very nice vibe yeah. here, which I'm super happy about. Are they like block parties or anything like 4th of July? Just like everybody's hanging out here? I mean like they barbecue and I come over That's and like awesome. watch the game with them. I mean, I need to pull my weight. I need to like... I think I think I'm gonna do like a Christmas thing and like give out presents or something. Nice. Yeah, you got an awesome pad. Yeah, it's nice. I'm like super lucky. I just went for a walk. Like, uh, don't use any rental thing sites. Just go and find the signs. That's how you got to do it. Where do you live right now? Torrance. So far. So far. Why do you live in Torrance? Because I grew up there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah, no. If you just go for a walk, like you can find. Really good stuff. Yeah. Because a lot of the places that are cheap, they don't like they're they don't use Craigslist or any of that stuff. Right. So you can still find like decent stuff. Um, so I was just super lucky with this one. And uh I used to live a block and a half down the street with my sister. Oh sweet. And I had to move out because <laughs> we don't get along right now. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then and now I'm taking her dog. I'm watching her dog. <laughs> Boo. Hi. What's up, boo? Okay, great. That's my dog's bed. He's taking it. That's his, my dog's his girlfriend. Oh, really? Yeah, they actually did fuck. And then it was horrifying. <laughs> have you ever watched two dogs have sex? Oh. It's the most scary, horrifying thing in the it's world. very violent. Because, like, when people see, like, dogs have sex, like, on TV or whatever, it's just, like, two dogs humping. Right. Doggies down. They're like, oh, it's so funny. So, <laughs> so funny. But they never tell you about the part when they get butt to butt because... Her vagina has closed in on his dick and has and it can't separate or else it'll pull her insides so he's out. He's just running away. So so she it's usually it's also very painful for the girl. So she's screaming. Like oh my God. screaming and crying. <laughs> he's like, What is happening? <laughs> I can't do this. So he's trying to get away, dragging like this screaming like and she's like this a tiny little pug chihuahua. Yeah. So she's screaming. He's dragging her across the floor. I'm crying. <laughs> like, it's just, like loud, like snot crying because I'm so scared for my dog. Now he's more scared. And then so me and my mom had to like hold them both so that they wouldn't separate because it's really bad if they do. And then just like it was this and like so she's biting me because she's so upset. And then it's he's awful. upset. It was just like the most traumatizing experience of my life. And the next day we got them both fixed. <laughs> it's just like this is you guys are done. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. I saw I mean, pigeons having sex once. That was so weird. Why? Because it's like nothing like you would imagine. The pigeons like kind of hovering over the other one. Yeah. And it's just mayhem. Does he fly away with her? No, <laughs> they kind of <laughs> just sit there on the wire. 
and it takes a long time. Oh, God. Thank God humans are weird. (laughs) I mean, always, yeah, humans and sex. That's such a weird concept of like that every. They figured it out at some point. I mean, did we figure (laughs) it out? It was an accident. Yeah, because I think it's pretty. I think we should just all follow the uh, um, the way of the seahorse. Yep. I think they figured it out. They, fig- Guy they should totally just figured it out. Sp- just, just spray yeah. his <laughs> semen into the air. <laughs> It'd be good if it's airborne. What if semen was like airborne? <laughs> You're just walking down the street. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, just no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Anyways, enough about semen when, being airborne. When did you, fr- <laughs> <laughs> you first like, uh, were you into comedy as a kid? Yeah, I used to watch all of like... Uh, the old like um comedy central uh yeah yeah well what was i watching kids in the hall monty python like this is when this was before you were born (laughs) when i was like five and you were but a little zygote in your mother's (laughs) womb um they had like kids in the hall they had all the old stand-up of like paula poundstone special nice john stewart um who else did i watch um Every early Comedy Central special had like a chandelier in the middle of the right? stage. Like, I remember one that was like it had like a night sky in the back. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, remember, I was weird. Then I remember watching this one comedian, and I've never been able to find her again. But I liked her so much. She was talking about like her mother was from Russia, and she used to wear a bathing suit all the time. And that's all I remember of that set. And I would think I was five years old when I saw it, and huh. just knowing. Being like, that's that's my life. Yeah. Because I only wear a bathing suit at five. <laughs> or like spandex of some kind <laughs> of like stretchy material. And then my mother was like a crazy Russian woman. That's so fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to like watch it. And then, I mean, I at 16, I started doing stand-up. So, oh, wow. Yeah. And like I, I was like a com- I want to be a comic book artist. Which is kind of the same. Yeah, I went to art school. Cool. That's how I started. It was comic strips and then improv and stand-up kind of. If it all goes into storytelling. Right. Like, it's all the same vein. It's just different ways to tell it. So, I think I always liked storytelling. So, I was going to be a comic book artist, but then I was going to be a musician. And it was all, like, story, like, Bob Dylan-esque. And then I was going to be a filmmaker, which is the same. Again, just telling stories. And then it all just, like... I was 16 and then I stopped doing it just because I was too young. And then at 21, I picked it back up again after my wow. study abroad. So 16, like, did you do like a talent show or did you go I to did a club? like classes. Okay. Like, uh, I took a class in Minnesota and then from there I did it a few times. And then at 18, I did it a few times again. And then I was just like, well, I'm going to be a filmmaker. So that's all I'm going to do. And then I got back from London and I was depressed because I was single. And when I was in the UK, my friend showed me Russell Brand. Nice. And I was like, this is what I'm going to (laughs) do. So I just like picked it up again and then I just never stopped after that. That's awesome. Yeah. So at 21, you really just like started going. Were you in New York? No, I was in Boston. It was like 21. And then it was kind of like three months into it. I kind of realized like, oh, this is like what i'm doing forever now (laughs) like you know just graduate and then that's it and like i i was making friends in comedy and 
I was just very lucky to start in Boston because of all the greats that came out of Boston. Totally. And yeah. the greats that are still there um, and just won't die and <laughs> free up some goddamn stage <laughs> for time for everyone else. But uh, Who's that guy? Is it Lenny Clark? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so funny. He's funny. All my favorite comics are from Boston. Like when I find mm-hmm. out they're from Boston, I'm like, yep. You're like, of course. Sense. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Lenny Clark's brother owns a club. That he plays that all the time. Isn't it like a Chinese restaurant or something? No. I mean, there are too many comedy clubs and Chinese <laughs> restaurants in Boston. Um, no, it's uh, in a, it's in an Italian restaurant in Saugus. And it's called Chuckles, I think. Chuckles. I forget. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Or Lap. Chuck. I forget. <laughs> I really forget <laughs> what it's called. And then up the streets, Kowloon's, which used to be a comedy connection. Is Boston pretty rough to like get started in? No, it's actually not because I mean it's rough in the terms of like you got a lot of old timers who right. are kind of living this like you gotta do your time, you gotta fucking you don't disrespect like it's very like old schooly right. kind of thing. Like I was talking to There's a like friend. There's like a hierarchy to it. Yeah, like I was talking to a friend and he like doesn't get booked anymore because you know he instead of asking hey. I got a better gig. Do you mind if I, you know, bail on your show? He just really said, I got a better gig. Yeah. I have to bail on your show. Let's reschedule. But is the fact that he didn't say, like, he didn't ask. Right. And it's like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to ask. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like you got it. Like, it's just a whole world of like paying your dues and like, that's our generation too like our generation and their generation like if something better comes up for our generation it's like all right peace like i got yeah. this and then for them it's like you should have let me know like i had this all yeah planned but he out. did let him know let him know like a month ahead of time it's just like did you get like blackballed from that place or yeah and like that's happened to me where like you know i like uh what i guess like one time i brought my notebook on stage to like a friend's show and he's like never forgiven me for it really yeah wow. it's been like years <laughs> and he's like i guess it's like because it's a show and i brought my notebook on stage i disrespected the show that's so I'm strange just like, like pros do that like sarah silverman goes up with like a yellow pad yeah well i guess it wasn't pro enough at the time <laughs> but it's like it's just it's like little it's like little things like that is like the boston scene okay. of like living in like kind of this old school world that may not be with the times but <laughs> i guess it teaches you it's like when I went to film school, we learned to edit on Steenbecks that no one fucking uses. Yeah. But it's just like, just learn it. Right. Like, whatever. Because now when I see people who don't, who put in the time and haven't paid their dues, I get super mad about it. Yeah. They just like, like show up on the scene. Pay your dues. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's not like that. What's <laughs> like, the style like in Boston? Like in San Francisco, like yeah. you're pretty free to try whatever you want. Like it's kind of out there. Um, I feel like in Boston, it's very joke, joke, joke. Like you've got to like, like TV kind of like not TV, but it's like you got to have a punchline for everything. Like they That's they're great. not going to deal with rambling. Yeah. Stories. I, I got to go to Boston. Then. Yeah. I mean, I tell people, I mean, I had a friend move. She, mo- she went to Chicago. And I was like, I was like, I don't know if you want to be a great stand up, like you really got to stick to the East Coast. Yeah. Like because I lived in New York before I moved out here. And the reason I came out here was something brought me here. And I think that that's the only reason why stand ups should come to L.A. is like if something if brings you out yeah. here, <laughs> because it is not a very it's not an easy town to do stand up in. No, not at all. 
and but in New York it's it's hard but it's at least there's so much stage time available. Right. Um and here it's just it's not that. And it's there's always someone better kind of thing. Like yeah, there's always you're like, competing with, you know, pros at like the comedy store or the laugh factory. Yeah. So it's like of course you're not gonna get exactly more than two to three minutes. So Exactly. It's like it's so it's like it's easier to be out here when you've got credits totally. while in new york it's you can just kind of go in there and that's like, awesome but i res- i love that they're joke focused you know because like i see yeah. people go up here or in san francisco and they're just telling like oh, i'll be like louis ck not knowing that he wrote so many jokes within his story yeah yeah and they're just like the- i'll just talk about my life i'm like your life's not that interesting <laughs> and then you're just watching a podcast like in front of live audience essentially yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's like this is so brutal right it a is joke. so it is so we're like um, definitely out here it is the rambling story or like the weird alternative where I do get mad because I feel like I'm I feel like my time's being wasted. Right. Yeah. Some of these <laughs> fucking fools. You know, it's like it's I don't know. Like he thought of this on the drive over here. Like can somebody please like Yeah. I mean it's fine like it's funny to think about on the drive over and it's funny. Or like has True, a punchline right. to it. <laughs> but like so many times I've been at Mike's and I've waited like, I mean, I, I would rather not have to wait, but you know, I fucking wait three hours for Mike's like everyone else, regardless of how many great credits that I have. <laughs> but it's like, I just see these kids and they just go up and they don't have anything or they just talk and do something weird or like, the comedy scene is their social life because they've been ostracized by other like social that's worlds. That's pretty prevalent here too in LA. Yeah, and it's like it's like, well that's fine. But I have to work. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's great. I'm glad that you found friends. But <laughs> I this is my job. This is how I make money. I have to go on the road and I need like I need to do a new hour by next August. Right. So I don't have time to like watch you do have a good time yeah have a good time <laughs> and just like come on stage high or drunk and waste my fucking time totally. i can't i can't even tell you how frustrated i get when i see comedians go on stage high yeah oh my or God. drunk and think that what they're saying is like funny and edgy yeah. and alternative and but i'm dude, like you're stoned out of your mind yeah like, i'm what like are you, you are such you're wasting everyone's time totally. like Last night I was at the uh, Kill Tony show at the comedy store mm-hmm. and that's a great show because like just people, I don't know like where they get the like idea. They're like, I'll just go to the comedy store. It's yeah. my second time doing comedy ever. Like, let's go do it in front of all these great comics. Yeah. This I guy mean. came on and he's like, he's just a horrible set. And then uh, Tony's like, what's wrong with like your eyes? Like look kind of like strange. And he's like, oh, I had five edibles like before I came up here. And Tony's just like, how are you even standing right now? Like, this is amazing. It's so dumb. It's just (laughs) like, oh, I can't stand it. You're just, uh, I think because people, I think because it is not seen as a, it's not a job out here. Like to hear it's like. People think it's easy. That's the first thing. They think it's easy. They do it to build their resume. And it is like, uh, I'm doing this because I, yeah, because I need to build my resume or I need to like build something but my true passion is going to be acting or directing or whatever and it's like that's great but like this is my this is my job like everything you see in this house stand up built you know it's (laughs) like i i don't have time 
to wait three hours and not get shit done because you're too high or too drunk exactly. to focus your and, shit. And you just showed up eight hours before me to write your name on the side. Exactly. Like- exactly. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I can't. Like, I don't. People ask me, like, why don't you just throw your weight around? Why don't you just be like, hey, I've got all these credits and I need to go up now. And I'm like, but that's like, that's unfair. I don't think that's fair to everyone else. But then I do see these fucking dickheads <laughs> that like put their name in as they're calling names and then the next name drawn. Right, and I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ. God dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, have a late bucket. like Everyone else. <laughs> that was also a new thing. Like when I came from Boston to New York was the lottery. Like it was you show up. Like it was you show, show up, up, go up. Yeah. Um, which I mean, a lot of people were like signing up their friends, but it was like, yeah, like you had to be there to do it. The lottery's pretty frustrating, but it's the most fair, I guess. But still, I it's mean... just like, God, <laughs> like, like exactly. Like I've seen so many where like guy will just throw his name like yeah. into the guy's hand, essentially. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, God. Okay. Speaking of good credits. I'm so though, mad. You're Sorry. on Conan <laughs> and it, you had a killer set on Conan. Thank you. <clears throat> what was that like? Was that awesome? That or was like... great. Conan was awesome. Right now I have a picture of Conan being framed at the frame shop. Oh, really? That he wrote me a nice little letter on. That's um, so cool. So what it did he was write great. you in the picture? He said, thanks for coming and being hilarious. Don't forget me on your way to the top. Oh, that's amazing. Very nice. Was it a picture of you two together? No, it's actually from uh, his uh, Not Allowed to Be Funny on TV tour. Oh, cool. That I saw him at years ago. So I brought the poster and was like, You went to one of those this. shows? Yeah. That's so sweet. In Boston. He, the Dropkick Murphy showed up. I was Dang. like, fucking of course that's they awesome. did. <laughs> Of course. Um, and it was just great. Like for me, I mean, the, the best thing for me was during like our talk when they're not showing things, he kept being like, this could not have gone better for you. Wow. He's like, he's like, your writing was so strong. So funny. And we're at the table and he was like, he was like, I see this all the time. Like, you know, I see these comedians come in all the time, but you, your writing was so good. You're so, he's like, oh, this just really could not have gone wow. better for you. And yeah. I was like, ah. And That's I guess amazing. at one point, because I had friends in the audience, they saw him like, I forget which joke it was. I think it was a Hasidic Jew joke mm. where he like threw his head back in <laughs> laughter. And I was like, oh my That's God. such a funny joke where <laughs> you tore down the haircut. Oh, the Hitler one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorites. That's another one where I'm like, where I'm like uh, with the college students. They think that's fucking hilarious. Oh, really? I'm like, wait, that's a Hitler joke. <laughs> and you don't like my gay marriage? Nah, fuck them. Anyways, <laughs> fuck those college kids. Conan I love you guys. Please come to my show, college students. I love you. Conan liked that joke. You just got to like Conan end every it. joke with that. <laughs> Conan liked it. Yeah, Conan liked that joke. Well, how was the heads. whole experience? Like, did they, did you send a tape or did they find you? Or? Um, I had, I had a tape sent in. I had my manager and agent working on it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm lucky. I have, I have a good team. I have a good representation. Um, and did they just let you, cause like I've heard so many stories, like Jason Collins was saying like the tonight show called him that day and like, you'd like go all the way to Burbank. Yeah. Did you I, know it was coming up and like, I had about 10 days. Okay. So what happened was. I guess like stuff was going on behind the scenes that I didn't really know about. Um, and I get an email and it was from JP being like, yes, yes, no, maybe, maybe, yes. So then I sent him a few other things and I was like, I really want to do this vagina joke. I don't have a video of it. And he's like, I'll come watch you. So I did it and I didn't even do well, but he was like, love it. We'll put it on. And then I call and then like I was in talks to doing America's Got Talent. 
Oh, sweet. Which I did not want to do. Yeah. Because I was like, it's just not, it's not for me. And they wanted me to perform. And I was like, okay, I really want to do these jokes for Conan. But they'd also get me far in America's Got Talent. But I'd rather do them for Conan. So I called JP and was like, listen, when's like, when is my date? Because I want to do these jokes on Conan. I don't want to do them on AGT. Yep. And he was like, okay, either you can do next Wednesday. And it was Friday. He's like, you can do oh, Wednesday. Yep. Um, or you can do it two months from now. And I was like, Wednesday. It's just yeah. <laughs> like, I'm ready. Like, I know these jokes back and forth. I'm super ready. Let's just do Wednesday. So I just ran a couple times. Uh, good advice. Don't run it the day before. Why is that? You just, it's too much. Like you're just going to set yourself up. Yeah. So the day before I didn't run it. And like, I think for comedians, it's like, we know, we know this stuff. Yeah. We know it back and forth. So I was muscle memory. Yeah. And I mean, half those jokes were old and half are, you know, within a year, two years. So, you know, it's just like, and I'm just so goddamn personable. So it was (laughs) easy. Well, tell me about the experience. Like, so you get there. Like, get there there's a great cheese plate waiting <laughs> for you they do your hair and makeup they make you look beautiful they have nice massage chairs wow um yeah and then it's just like you go up there and be like this is what you're this is how you're gonna do on the stage do you want a mic or not i opted for no mic um and yeah i feel like when i feel like the mic makes people look really stiff do you know what i mean right because you can't move and it's like yeah Conan's been doing all this animated stuff before. Yeah. You, so. And then you have a mic. You're just super stiff. Right. Like I love, like I'm, you know, I'm always using one hand to talk. Totally. So if I can just do it with both, I'm like way better. <laughs> I always love like Robin Williams. who would have that little like headset thing. Yeah. He just was able to do whatever, you know, that's when I get to do theaters, I'm going to have the headset. Totally. It's the best. I yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's cause I just, I like, cause just, you can yeah, perform. You, you can actually like do something. Right. Um, so, so, and then it's just like, you know, they pick you up in a car. Wow. I made them. They were like, <laughs> they're like, you can drive or get picked up. And I was like, picked up. Thank <laughs> you. You know, choose wardrobe. And it's just, ve- it's just very like, you know, you're watching it. And then like every time your name comes on the screen, you get excited. That's like so in the cool. back. Yeah. And you're like, that's my name. That's my name. Oh my God. He's saying my name. Wow. Like, do I have it? Yeah. I have like my cue cards over there. It says, please welcome the very funny Jenny Zigrino. Oh, um, wow. which is That's spelled so phonetically. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I got to get those framed. Fuck. I should have gotten it framed with the, that would have been like $400. I can't afford That's that so kind of frame. Cool, <laughs> so did Conan like come backstage before or did you meet like out there on the show? Um, I, we, we didn't really have time to talk before or after met him very briefly before I think. Um, and then, yeah. And then I, uh, I, I left and I didn't get a chance to say goodbye to him. And then, I got the poster signed. That's so cool. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh, he's super tall. They don't show it, but I hug him. Yeah. And like after we shook hands, I like went in for the side <laughs> hug and it was pretty awesome. And I'm super hoping. So I have uh, the 50 shades of black coming out, which is the movie I'm in. And I really hope that I get to, um, uh, that's the Wayne brother movie, right? Yeah. I really hope that I get to go back on Kona. That's so cool. Yeah. When is that movie coming out? January 29th. Sweet. I think today, let me see if they sent me the What, what are you, what's your part in that movie? Um, I am Katisha, the ratchet white girl. <laughs> right? So that's going to be super talk. fun. 
Katie should talk like this. This is how Katie should talk. <laughs> so cool. Okay, that's how I talk. What you gonna make fun of me, you piece of shit? Well, okay. <laughs> hey, bitch. Yes. Um, sorry, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an email from them, but I can't. I don't have it yet. Cause today they're sending us the um, the trailer. Oh, awesome. And then tomorrow we have to release it. Sweet. Or on Thursday we have to release it at the same time. Congrats. That's amazing. So I'm so scared. I like, I feel like I'm going to go to the premiere, walk into the theater, and then just slip out the back. Like, I'm just, <laughs> so I don't, I'm not ready to watch myself on That's the so screen. That's so exciting, though. It's like your first, like, big, like, sort yeah. of movie. That's yeah. so amazing. Congrats. So it's good. Like, I'm still waiting to hear back from a couple other ones. That's the thing, too, is like, I chose, like, coming out here is better for me because I want to be in movies and right. TV. And eventually I want to just make my own. Like, that's the goal yep. is to be the next Woody Allen minus doing bad things. Um, <laughs> whether or not he did them. Whatever. Let's, whatever. And anyways, uh, and then uh, I think if for people who just want to do, like, stand-up and be really great stand-ups, I think New York is a better place totally, yeah. to go. And then, like, if you want to be, like, you know, road amazing, like, trying to think like a you know like i think a great well he doesn't count because he lives here i was gonna say bill burr but he lives in la <laughs> like a right. lot of those comedians like okay david cross moved back to new york like years ago and he's just such like a stand-up beast right even like after mr show and then i feel like brian regan's always on tour i feel like yeah i feel like you can just you can be like a really amazing great stand-up um and not have to come live in LA. I think it's easier if that's just what you want to do. But if you do want to work in TVs and movies, yeah. LA's hard. Like if you don't like the city, like, yeah. you're kind of screwed. Like you kind of have to like being here. I yeah. feel like I hear so many people like, I just want to be an actor, but I hate living here. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be so brutal for you. I, I, I don't love it. You don't like, like it? <laughs> do you miss like the weather from East Coast? No, I mean, I do miss seasons, but I just, I miss the closeness and I miss the, hustle and i miss the history especially because i i not many people get these urges but i get urges to just go to a colonial house <laughs> really yeah where i'm like i really need to be surrounded by something old right now <laughs> like i lived in boston i'd be like i really need to go to like portsmouth strawberry that's so cool gardens because it's like an old colonial right village um or be like you know what i really this weekend i'm gonna go to uh, I'm going to go to Virginia Williamsburg. Like, it's just like, get those urges. Right. And I, I have There's no outlet here. Yeah. There's no outlet. Disneyland, like, maybe like for a fake kind of thing, <laughs> but there's nothing else. Yeah. Like I can't, I don't want to go to like, um, uh, what is it? Like, I don't want to go to like a house from like 1875. <laughs> like I lived in Minnesota. We had tons of those, but like, you know, it's like in Boston. It's like, I, I'm going to go to, uh, I must take the day and I'm going to go to the old state house built in 1714 and I'm just going to sit in it. Like I'm just going to sit in it and just kind of feel, feel it. Yeah. And I can't get that here. And I feel like I, that's what I love. Like I'll go to Faneuil Hall and just sit in the hall and imagine like let my fantasies go with what it used to be like back in (laughs) 1725 in this place or whatever. Actually it was built like 1740. So 17 we'll do 1755 that's a good year um, it's a restaurant just opened up in downtown has a bunch of taxidermy it was like 100 years old i'm blanking on the name what is it it's like three stories there's a giant tree in the middle of it 
No, what is this place? It's amazing. It's so cool. It's like a buffet style, kind of like 40s. You just pick up your pie. Oh, is that the ca- the cafeteria? Yeah. Oh, I need to Clifton's. go there. Yeah, no, I have it. It's so cool. You'd love it. I it's need to go got there. Like a bunch of like, they got like a giant buffalo. Yeah. Just like taxidermy in the middle we of We have it. a show, actually. You should come to our show on Monday at Oso in Where's downtown that? Los Angeles. Okay. Um, It's in the Arts District. It's the oldest building in LA. I'll definitely. We come. have a show there every other Monday. Sweet, I'm off Mondays. What yeah. time is it? At? Come at uh, it's at we start at eight thirty. Perfect. Yeah. Bring friends. I will. No, this episode goes out, so I'll promote it. Too. Guys, come Monday, twenty third. Jackie Cation's headlining. Awesome, I love her. So it'll I'm be there. good. And Solomon Giorgio, who I love. Perfect. That's sounds um, like a It's gonna be super fun, and we're yeah, we like we're trying to build something. My friend Jen Seaman and I are trying to build like a like a hot tub in downtown LA sweet and see if we awesome. can do it so yeah thank you so much for talking with me today too. guys I really appreciate uh, it. I had so much fun I don't know why I said guys but <laughs> I had so much fun <laughs> hey guys uh no I had a great time this is perfect because I gotta go to the DMV awesome <laughs> and thank get my you. license changed over thank you so much Jenny thank yeah you. no problem